podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So say I'm playing and I've had a good game, I've scored. Say I look up and it's 70 minutes yeah. and I've scored, I'm having a good game. Yeah. I'd be like, come on, take me off now in case I make a bad touch or I miss a chance. That's my head. Like, I, do, I want to go off now because I'm having a good game and I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. So I was remanded for four months. So then four months, I wasn't sure what my sentence was going to be. Yeah. So I was still thinking I might get a year. I might even get, like, out. And then I got seven. It's like, what? So that knocked me for six. I thought, I'm not doing seven years. I might as well just go and top myself or something. Yeah. So, but I've got to be careful not to project too far in the future. Oh, I want this one there. Just be happy with what you've got. Live in the moment, live in the day. And today's been a good day. On today's episode of Inside the Game, I'm joined by a footballer who became the Premier League's youngest player and ended up in prison for handling drugs. He's here today in the studio to tell us how he turned his life around. It's Michael Branch. Michael, welcome. Thanks, Buzz. What's your earliest memory of kicking a football around? Oh, good question. Um, my dad was a bit worried I didn't, because I was a late developer. I say late developer, seven or eight, I still had no interest in footy. And it worried him. Yeah, it worried him. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously he played at Liverpool and yeah. uh, he was a pro at Liverpool. So I think he was uh, hoping I'd be born as soon as I could walk, I'd want to kick. Yeah. Had cousins who always was at their house, they were girls, so he was a bit worried. But uh, about eight, seven or eight, I decided, about eight, nine, sorry, Said I will come on one day. Said I want to play football. That was it. All, all better off. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. So what? How did it develop then? What did you did you just go out doing stuff with him, or did you did he get you in the team, or what? Yeah. So obviously um, he'd do little bits with me, like well, little bits every day. <laughs> it was full on from then. Once I said it was, uh, if it was in, that was a operation branch. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'd we'd go every day after school runs for work. This that or the other then obviously i must have shown some kind of skill or some ability i uh, went round to my local team aph the manager lived by steve chippy walked around knocked on the door i think it was nine I said kind of you're the manager of the under 11s kind of play he said you're too small he said but you can come and train by yeah. sound so i went and trained and then the next week i was playing so steve chippy by the way yeah tremendous chippy. Yeah. Tremendous, <laughs> tremendous i used to always get sent there i go there right because we lived in lucan so it was only Say about 400 metres or something, and I'd, I'd go and I'd say I'd have to keep the ball up all the way there. And if I dropped it, I'd start again, like oh this OCD of me when I was young. Yeah, so <laughs> could take a while to get the chips. I've done the same, people fuming, but you're getting everyone to tea. Got home when it was cold. Yeah. The, um, so it didn't say you long then to show your promise. No. Did you feel any pressure? Because, or, or were you just not aware of that? Your dad was obviously good at footy being at Liverpool. Was there any of that, or, or were you just not at the time? At the time, I didn't, I didn't uh, feel any pressure. Because it was so, I'm not, this is not an ego or anything, it was just so easy at the time for me. Yeah. Uh, so I played the Liverpool schoolboys, uh, broke some records or whatever, it was like in the paper all the time. And at that age, it was no pressure, just got goals. A game of footy. Yeah. It was all, all I knew. Yeah. So that's just, you know what I mean? Obviously, Ped might see a difference. <laughs> I played the school with Ped, but uh, yeah, uh, it was just, I just enjoyed it. No pressure, because a ball. We'd be playing everywhere. We'd jump over Sudley Infant School in the summer, play there, because they had two trees that would belt us for goals. <laughs> uh, come from the APH. So yeah, it was just literally football. Yeah. And obviously, Evan, when my dad being a red, he wanted me to try and get me to go down to Liverpool and yeah. the Liverpool side, but no. I think also because 
they released him, I, I, I held that against them. Did you? And my granddad took me in my first game, which was Evan. So that was it. You were in? Yeah. Right. And, so I think to rebel against me, that a little bit as well. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. What, um, what, how did Everton come about then? Uh, Sid Benson. Like famous scouts from Liverpool. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, yeah. Took me to Everton. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he seen me playing for the schoolboys. I still want to go down. We lived in Egbeth. Back then, the centre of excellence was up at uh, Belfield. Yeah. West Derby. West Derby. West Derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't have no car. So, and Sid didn't drive. So it was either like, get, some days I'd get two buses there to go and train. Otherwise, Sid would get a taxi down to pick me up, then to take <laughs> me back. So he was brilliant. I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. It- he was, uh, he was one of the good guys. Yeah, he was a good lad. So great fella. Uh, I think at that time, because for people who were, who were listening to it now, it's very different, isn't it, now the academies these kids are in every day. In some cases, yeah. they've got the initials on and all of this, you know, the boots for them and all that. It was very different back then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was way different. I think it was twice a week we'd go in. Mm. Uh, say a Tuesday and a Thursday or a Monday and a Wednesday. A couple of hours we'd have it. <laughs> At Belfield, it was an indoor. We had one of the first indoors, mm. Astros. But I swear, it was just concrete, painted green. <laughs> it was that hard <laughs> and that cold. Uh, but it was not like it is now, the way they, they have everything now. We would literally turn up, train them, was off. No physio, no nothing there, probably just... Straight back on yeah. two buses. But it was good. It was it was, it was around good people, know what I mean? Then mm. we could play for the city as well. Now, yeah. I think the... Don't want you to play for the city and be in an academy so i could also play for, with my mates of a saturday and sunday which is a big part of growing up yeah now the kids they can only play for everton or the, so you miss out that bit of childhood i was going to say the again like the saying yeah when i was younger we, you could you could play with your mates as well i think that's a massive part of the development i i do believe that it's it's not for the better that they're protected that way because yeah. i bet you I bet you you learnt more playing with your mates and getting kicked and stuff yeah, than, and than you... just being protected by, the, by that environment. And it's being yeah. a kid as well. If you think about it, so you say I go in there at eight. At 18, I've been going to the same place for 10 years. Yeah. That's like going to the same job for 10 years. Yeah. And you're only 18. People think you're only just starting your career, but yeah. you've been visiting that same place three, four times a week for Absolutely. 10 years. Yeah. You can get bored or just, oh, here again. Yeah. Um, so... It is. People don't see that side of it. And then the other side is, like my son, he was at the academy for a bit, and some of it is made teammates from the Saturday Sunday team. Then got to academies, weren't allowed to play with them for the next three or four years. Then got released, so they've missed that. And now they yeah, don't yeah. want to go back because they feel a little bit ashamed because they've been released. Yeah. It's tough. It's way tough. I'm glad I done it back then because uh, it's just so much pressure on them so early and the parents as well a lot more pressure off parents these days i mean i i had it i think i had it quite tough on my dad but looking back he only had my best interest at heart yeah. uh, but now the money that's involved parents have everything to try and get them it's crazy isn't it because mm-hmm. obviously you just said you've, you've got a lad yourself who's, who's been or you know gone yeah. and experienced that and i guess when when you were younger the it it was still obviously it was still very difficult. It was you know to get picked up. You had to be good and, and go yeah. training and you know there was different different stages. Like when I was there, it was like there was only a certain amount of like white yeah available. Whereas yeah. now they take like a whole team and then it's yeah. a whole team and things like that. But the pressure was nowhere near 
No, like and it, and like we, you were just saying, then you go to Belfield twice a week where they're yeah. in every day, you know, and you're always if you've ever watched them academy programs, don't know whether you have, but they've got the kids who are like nah, like fighting for a contract, yeah. thing. you're just like, wait, you're just taking all the fun out of the game. Yeah. And do you think it is because the riches are, are there if you make it, the riches are there, so the parents go right, yeah, you're my way out, oh, without a doubt, like it's a golden ticket, isn't it? Um, and it's fair enough, you see it happen. Uh, but I remember my son being about four or five, and get, we got a phone call from Everton. You've had a son, and he's four or five. Do you want to bring him in? It's like, so I took him in. He was like, just what's this? He's up at Finch Farm running around with a ball in his hand. <laughs> like, that's not for me for now. You know what I mean? I'll come back in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so we went back a few years later. Then he understood a bit more. Yeah, understood. But because I had the pressure. I sort of wasn't pushing him. He was like, if he wants to, he does it. If he yeah. doesn't, and people were saying, you're not pushing him enough. But then I didn't want to push, do what I'd done to my dad. So maybe it's like just that balance. Yeah, it's just let them be the kids. And then if they're good enough, they'll, they should still make it. Yeah, yeah. And as true. long as they're happy, that's the main thing. Because kids in that academy, like they're there and they don't want to be there. No, for a fact, they don't. The parents are taking because it's like four times a week now, then play Sundays. Yeah. It's so <laughs> <laughs> Back to you then. So yeah. obviously you were you were obviously decent, uh, <laughs> breaking records and all that. So when you, you know, what was it like being offered the contract? You know, being offered like what was it? Was it apprenticeship? Was it called an apprenticeship? Was it was, was it YTS? YT, yeah. yeah, yeah. So similar to what you're saying about these programs where you see people fighting for it. So at the end of say it was. 15, no, wouldn't it be? Yeah, it would have been 15, yeah, 15 wouldn't it? Yeah. When you leave school. Mm-hmm. But, 16, yeah. so your teammates would be all like, oh, I wonder if I'll get it. And it was like being in school. Mm-hmm. You sit outside and then you go in with your parents and you're getting told whether or not. Yeah. And it's ruthless. Yeah. But I'd already been promised one like a year before, two years before. So all I, right. I, all no, right. no, no, I'm not saying <laughs> that. I only met No, no. So I didn't feel that pressure. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. But yeah. I, I lived it through my mates because some of them didn't, some of them didn't. Yeah. And it's like, oh. And it's tough because they've been with you on that journey or Everton for could be four or five years, and then mm. that's it. See you later. And it's like wow, that's how cutthroat it is. It's difficult, isn't it? yeah, yeah. But well, I also I went to Lillyshaw, didn't I, for a couple of years? So yeah. that sort of got me away from Everton and got me away from the city, got me away from a bit of pressure, so I could just develop on my own out the way. Well, what was that like? Because obviously you go there, you go there at fourteen. Last two years you? of senior school. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So 14. Year 10 and 11 in new money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fourth and fifth year. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's St. Margaret's there mm. in year three, yeah. old year three, which is year nine. Yeah, nine, nine now. Nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, you're throwing them back. <laughs> you, you start the trial process. So yeah. each club could send four or five yeah, at yeah. that age for national trials yeah so we'd start with regionals cut it down cut it down so over the season you'd have you were trialing every couple of months and yeah then cut down so each time it was like i wouldn't say like the x-factor but you're going then <laughs> will you make it to the next round yeah yeah and then in the end it got cut so 16 got in and at the last cut was like 20 of us there so four of us were going it was like crazy and then i got there so last two years i'm off to boarding school down south bit of a relief away from me dad because mm. the pressure was getting, he was wanting was more, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a bad game. He'd be on my case. And looking back, I, I didn't handle it because be- I didn't have the tools how to handle it. I was never taught how to handle pressure. Or, and my dad was old school. You know what I mean? Would I've made got as far as I did without him? Probably not. So now I can understand why he done it. He was doing yeah. it for the best, but he just went around it the wrong way a bit. I'd do yeah. it different. 
with the knowledge I know now. But, but then was he was did he have that knowledge? Because obviously it, it's a different thing. That's know, it. Did, that, you know. No, he didn't have the knowledge at the time. He was doing for his best of his ability and what he knew yeah. at the time the best for me. And I love him. We speak every day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sometimes I look and think, not now, Dad. <laughs> Call him back later. What? What did? I'm trying to think with that because you do you see it, don't you? We're, we're talking about parents now. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking about my dad didn't push me enough. I, I yeah. Tell him on, you know, and all that, but. What did that look like? You're saying you, you didn't handle it well, but you're a you're a you're a teenager with which is yeah. emotions, hormones, everything else. You're obviously so, was, was there was there a, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but was there an not an arrogance, but were you just like I'm obviously all right because I'm doing quite well for myself. No, definitely or, not that. No, so no. What, what I meant by, by that, sorry, but to explain yeah. it, if, if your dad's saying. Michael, you need to be doing this. Yeah. Were you, how were you, you know, what did that look like? So, for instance, say, I remember one game, I, no, I won't say that game because it makes me look. <laughs> so, I was at, say I was in a game yeah. and I'd scored three. Yeah. I scored the actual come away with the match ball when yeah. I'm younger, going yeah, through yeah. the youth teams and that. Then my dad said, you should have scored five, you should have scored six because oh. you missed them three. Okay. And then, where I should be made up, then all I'm thinking is, oh, I've missed them three or my um, dad's not happy with me yeah, instead of God, yeah. so if I had a bad game well even if I had a good game my dad would pick out the faults so right. it was never I could go I'd see my dad come to a game at times I think oh no because just the whole oh demeanor changed then because he was there the pressure he'd put on me so it was tough it was really tough to be fair at times did I want to carry on playing football now did I hate it yeah and I was like amazing at it at the time but just because you're really good at something doesn't mean you were like loved it. But you're young. How do you, how do, you do it when you're like 10, 12, 13? You, you, you don't know what to do. Like, dad. Like, you, yeah. We, so we didn't have a car and we there lived in Egbeth. Schoolboy training was at Penny Lane then. Yeah. So we'd walk there and then walk That's back. Walk. And if I had a bad training session, that was the longest walk ever though. He'd walk in front of me and I'd be like walking behind him. And I knew if he was talking to me by where he'd walk. <laughs> if he was walking in front of me, I'd go But it's not good, is no, it? It's not good. No. Uh, yeah. I'm laughing because you're laughing. No, no, looking back, it wasn't funny no, at the time. No. Uh, but now I can. Yeah, so now I want to. I want to try and educate parents more. I want to get into Finch Farm. I've spoke to the club about it, like educating parents about the pressure they put on kids and yeah. how to, let's see what the kids, do they really want this? I know parents are going, I don't care if they're doing it, but all right, if they're going to go down there, this is a better way to do it, better Absolutely. approach. Uh, you just put a light bulb on in my head because my lad got an attic on Saturday and missed about four sitters and I yeah. said, you should have had six. <laughs> yeah. right. You're one of them dads. Yes, no, no. You know what it was, his yeah. attitude. It weren't, how, yeah. it, doesn't, it, weren't yeah. it weren't how well he played or how good. It was moaning at the referee. And oh, okay. so, but you're right, I'm like, I'll check myself now because that alarm bell went off when you yeah. that there. I've done it to my young son. I remember driving back from a game and he missed a few chances and I was like, oh. They're like, oh no, that, that was just my dad looking around. Like, I'm turning into my dad. We all have them moments, yeah. mate, where you go, you hear your dad's voice again and go, oh no. But my son, my son told me a funny story. Obviously, I had my problems, and my, my dad used to take my son to the game. And he said, he does what you used to, what he done to you, dad. He'd be moaning at me. Yeah. He said, I missed a chance one time. He said, and I looked over, and he's like, ah. He said, he turned around, threw the Lucas Lucasay bottle on the floor, it bounced up, and hit him in the air. <laughs> he said, I was laughing. Bit of karma. Yeah, Bit of exactly. Karma. Um, so you know, obviously you got you got into 
you know, we full time at Everton then yeah. as a white team and introduced into the first team quite quite quickly, really for straight away. Yeah. Um, so when I was at Little Show we'd come yeah. home for half terms, end of terms. Yeah. And then when I come home, people would be resting. Everton would say, Do you want to come in and play train with the first team? So I'd be training when I was like fourteen, fifteen with the first team on me hot school holidays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so how did you find that? I'm 14, 15, I'm like full of cock, there's no fear, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, gets the ball and I was like... How did you, because we, we had Wayne Rooney in there and he was like, yeah, yeah I just, I went in and I thought, yeah. you know, some of these aren't great. Did you, levels I'm talking about, because well, obviously level wise, 15 and yeah, yeah. These, are, these are Premier League footballers well, I, at the time. One of my biggest, if not my best, attribute was my pace, so yeah. I knew no one around them would be quicker than me, so I could always get out of trouble. Yeah. I had a bad touch or that, and yeah, one... It was, I wasn't scared, like, yeah. I held my own, but the one thing I always struggled with, I'd, like, overthink, so I'd be in the changing rooms, and I'd be like, I don't know what to say, and then I'm overthinking, so I don't say nothing, and oh. people then think, he's quite, not rude, but he yeah. doesn't say much, does he? Yeah, yeah. But it's because I don't know what to say, and I'm overthinking, it's like, so people used to take it the wrong way, maybe arrogance, but it's just that I was nervous and didn't know what to say. Yeah. Um, Anyone so, would be yeah, so they're never you pick on not pick on you, but pick them little bits yeah, and yeah. like character building, but never was boss. But he would like, I would he, yeah, 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 in a good way, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, you you made your debut with Manu, Manu, uh, yeah, yeah, not a bad stage to make your debut, no, is it? No, uh, in the tunnel, you like Cantona, Beckham gigs, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but then at 17, everything's still going well, I'm still scoring the goals, um. Uh, the pressure hasn't come on yet because the goals are coming in. I'm still playing well. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm up for it. It's like get me on there. Like I'm invincible. You know. I'm, at the yeah. time, the youngest player in the Premiership. I'm gonna be if I get on that day. Yeah. Uh, and yet I got on halfway through the second half, two 0 down, but debut for the Blues, which at all traffic. Yeah. Dream of, don't you? Because there was a big buzz about. I don't know if you would have noticed it, but there was a big buzz about you. So obviously being in England and. Yeah. Things like that. And it was like, we've got to, everyone's always looking for the young striker. Yeah. Aren't they? We're always. Well, they just. One of our only scores going. Yeah. You had a great record. Well, that's it. I mean, the next Robbie Fowler, because they had Robbie at the time. And up to then, yeah, I was like, yeah, I can do that. Mm. And then, obviously, didn't turn out the way we wanted it. But played for the club of love, scored a couple of goals, played a few games, played in two derbies. Done all right. Done some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Your first goal, do you remember it? Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. Chelsea away. <laughs> yeah. Yellow and black kit. Oh, best kit. Tremendous kit. Yeah. 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 Oh, just a relief because it took a while to uh, get that first goal. Yeah. I said before, in my home debut against Sheffield, I think it was, I think got one assist, got a penalty, Diamond took it, and I hit the bar. So I was if that had gone in just a little bit, maybe things would have been changed yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Less pressure, the goal's gone in. Of course, yeah. A couple of games and you still haven't scored. You're supposed to be this new kid on the block scoring goals. You start yeah. to doubt yourself. Yeah. Little voices in your head. Like, but, yeah. yeah. So for it to score that first goal, it's like a relief. Would, would have loved it to have been at Goodison, but I did get one at Goodison eventually. Winning at Goodison end, so that was decent. 
that's what you want, mate. Yeah. And on that day, Kinselska scored as well. So on the team sheet with Kinselska, the, the 2-2 at Chelsea, it's not bad. Yeah, not bad. I've seen his little all. thing he done with the club today. You can't watch the match at the minute because he's in you, like, Russia oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what a player he was. Oh, I think plan. I played in his... Uh, he scored the Atrox last game of the season in Sheffield, away at Sheffield. He played in that game. He played like, that yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, wow, yeah. He was amazing. He could have passed to me a couple of them, like, but I can't argue. Yeah, yeah. What was he like in training? He was brilliant. People say he was the best player. It's probably him who have played on the same team as. Would it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He was genuinely world class, wasn't he? At the top of his game. Yeah. Nice fellow as well. Yeah. Do you understand him? Not much. He come in here. We had him in the studio once. Great, great fella, but you did have to, like, really concentrate. Yeah. You scored your last goal for Evan at West Ham. West Ham, yeah. That was another two-two as well, two wasn't two. it? Yellow yeah. and black kit again, was it? Was it? Yeah. Or was it all blue? Oh, Pedal probably shouting. I remember pulling off Rio and nodding it in back post. I lost them with a bit of movement in the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, I can remember all my goals. Because like, I'm, I'm, I used to go to sleep at night, listen to night games, know what I mean? Adrian Eve's just like, come on, get a goal and just dream about playing. Yeah. And I know it's like a bit corny, but that's what I did. I used to just dream about playing for Everton. Like, I was Everton man. It's not corny, about... is it? Cause no. that's, I mean, that's brilliant yeah. to hear you say it because, again, a lot of, a lot of players you're here dreaming of playing for other clubs, so it's great for you. I dream of playing for Everton, but, you know, you, you went there and done it. Are you a bit... When you look back at your time at Everton, are you a bit... Disappointed he didn't score more goals given the weight because obviously you were you were someone who scored tons of goals. Is there anything you think you could have done differently that would have, or was it the fact there was turmoil? Joe Royal was in oh, there, no. then he was gone. No, no, it no, was no, nothing to do with that. It was definitely okay. me. Uh, it took me a long ter- time to get to terms with it, but yeah, like yeah. for long times I was disappointed, really disappointed and gutted, and sort of half ashamed. And really? yeah, and, and it took me to like why are you saying? Because I didn't do what I should, what I, and it's more what people thought. I didn't do what people thought I should do, or what I was hopeful for. And so, for a long time, till I, I went to counselling, and counselling brought it all out, and it was like so. Put people had asked me, or say you used to play for Evan, and the first thing I'd say is yeah, but I wasn't that good. It's like why? Why are you putting yourself down all the time? Yeah. It took the counsellor to like. Pick me child or the part and pick this apart. Is that just a was that like a coping or, yeah. a, or a like self preservation thing to go well? Because you you, you train with the first team of 14, 15, you're playing at Old Trafford when and you're, you, you you're 16 at Old Trafford or 17, 17, 17 you're scoring, exactly playing derbies, you've, you've scored in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. You know, people get one, it's amazing. You know, you scored three goals, yeah. I'm just asking you. I'm just asking you that personally, because yeah. as a fan, like I said before, and we probably do this wrong. We still do it now. Mm. Still, we we do shows every day, and people are going, "Who's coming through? Can, can yeah, they yeah, score yeah. goals?" And you're like, "It is difficult to step up and all that." But you you were so prolific, so I think people did put more pressure on you to do it. But I'm just wondering. No one put as much you. pressure as myself on on myself. You know what I mean? It's like. So when I say it took me a long time, so I, just, I don't know, because I just didn't do what I should have and everyone, I feel as though I let people down, family down, and people say, we'd cut off our, like I go the game and people say, I'd cut off my left arm to do what you've done. Yeah. I'm like, I, it took me a long time to see to it, realize to realise it, you know what I mean? Because I was just 
in self and it was just like in a bad place mentally probably from it all because back then it was just get on with it sort of thing yeah. uh, so I didn't go to the game I fell out of love with the game shame to go to Goodison if I'd go I'd go with a cap on collars up just so no one would recognise me because I'd be like oh that's all in my head, know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy. It's the worst thing, isn't it? Yeah. You don't have this worst thing. Yeah, when we counsellor says the worst person you'll ever talk to is the most important person yeah. you'll ever talk to is yourself. Yeah. Um that's so true. Yeah. It is so true. And now I go I work the club, I walk around with my kids on bad John, so it's completely changed, you know what I mean? But it was a dark place back then when I look back, you know what I mean? And but- how difficult was it to leave then? Because you had a couple of loans, didn't you? Off, yeah. off to Manchester City, and you settled. Seemed to settle a bit at Wolves. Was, was it a big, difficult decision to leave Everton, or was it, or were you just? I was pushed, and I was had to go. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was. It was yeah. like you're going. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. So I was supposed to go to Portsmouth first, but I couldn't agree personal terms, and it was miles away as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was Alan Ball. So yeah, but. Uh, Walter Smith, we fell out. Did yeah, so I was gone. You weren't the only one. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, you know what, it was a bit like, I've been at this club since I was eight and you've only just come and you're, but it's managers, it's the way the club works. And I went to Wolves and it was a fresh start. It was away from the city, away from like the fishbowl. Yeah. I was out the fishbowl now, yeah. away. I can go and enjoy my football and then if I want to get away from that, I can come back to Liverpool for the weekend. Or, yeah, yeah. And I really enjoyed it until... I sort of got left out and then I still didn't know how to cope with like getting left out and all yeah. that so probably didn't start looking after myself as enough enough right. and then that was it and then uh, you've been here you dropped here uh, just then self-doused again and yeah drinking too much not looking after myself just that's just to cope yeah to sleep I mean I started drinking just to shut the head off to be able to sleep like we've, we've heard recently in the in the media and in the papers about Deli saying he mm. took sleeping tablets well, I had to drink to switch off to just shut the head up. You know what I mean? Uh, Do you think enough's done to, to help younger players like yourself? You'd obviously, you'd, you know, you've been in at such a young age and you've had a lot of cope with already and then you moved on because yeah. a manager comes in who's been here two minutes and thinks they know better than what you yeah. are there and you've moved on again. And, and I mean, fair do, fair... To be fair to Walter Smith, is I wasn't I wasn't doing it on the pitch, so it was time to probably move on yeah. for me as well. Uh, but back then, no, no way. There was I remember mm-hmm. we got uh, John Mayer. I think he's at Man U now. He's mm-hmm. like massive at Man director U. Now. Of football. Director of football. Mm-hmm. He's at John U, John Moore's University at the time. Yeah, I think he was doing sports psychology or something. And uh, he come in and I got to know him. And he, we had a chat one time. I just broke down crying to him. Like the pressures and all that. Uh, so I pulled the PFA up when I was 20 or 21. I said, I'm, I'm done, I don't want to play no more. I hate it. It's like, I can't do it no more. Wow. And he was like, No, Mike, come on, get through it and all that. But I just hated it, just hated it, really did. That is mad. I know. For people who listen. I know, I've scored two on my debut for Wolves against Man City live on Sky. And then, like, a couple of, couple of weeks later, I'm like, I can't do this. Really? Yeah. So, it's mad, is that why it? you were still on loan, or was that when you compared? No, we're comparing. Yeah, yeah. Why, why do you think that was then? If you've scored two goals in a few weeks later, you, I don't know you, what it was. It's just were you, just, were you falling out of love with it? Was it just? Was it? I think I fell out of love with it like earlier than I thought. Like the golden years were like young teens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then 
Was it because I wasn't didn't get it my own my own way now when I was a pro and people were just as quick and that maybe and it just frustration. Yeah. Um whereas other players might have got their head down, knuckled down and trained hard and all that. I was like, oh, it's not for me. I don't know. Not yeah, that it's not for difficult. me, it's just yeah, it's just like back then it was you finished training. You're gone by one o'clock. Yeah. Now the date of threes, fours, fives in the in yeah. the evening, know what I mean? Totally different. And do you think that's better? Because you haven't got as much time to think, maybe. Yeah, and also it's like they're all athletes now, aren't they? It's like, geez, you, they're an athlete before they're a footballer. Mm. Like they're all fast, they're all strong. They're all jumping. It's like, wow, imagine playing in that these days. You wouldn't be playing against the likes of Razor or the Julian Dix now, would you? <laughs> but then the natural talents that you had would have been enhanced yeah. by all the stuff there, that's doing it. diet. Yeah, you know, uh, you've got all the, the bras that they wear, but monitor yeah. everything. You've got all, you know, the weights, the program, and, and the sports care side of it, exactly. the psychology, which, which is, is the main thing. That's all I would have needed to just yeah. change me because I had counselling, changed me a whole like just a few little things, changed me mindset, me thinking everything. It's like now it's like I'm a different person. Do you think if you'd have had that when you we? Right, go back when you were playing for Everton yeah. and you'd obviously scored some goals and you were in and around it. Was that doubt there yeah. for you? So yeah. So this is this is how my thinking would go if I play. So say I'm playing and I've had a good game, I've scored. Say I look up and it's seventy minutes. Yeah. And I've scored. I'm having a good game. Yeah. I'd be like, come on, take me off now in case I make a bad touch or I miss a chance. That's my head. Like, I, do, I want to go off now because I'm having a good game and I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, and then if I've had a good game and it's finished, I'm like, thank God, like, oh, I wish we didn't have a game next week because I might it's mess up. Try and live up. Oh, uh, yeah, so that's just pure self-doubt, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, so a counsellor or a, psycho a sports psychologist would have helped me with that. that yeah. yeah, so I'm like, oh, like when the game had finished, I'm like, thank God for that. Whew. Don't have to go through that till next Saturday, you know? And you and you you play you you like at the time probably one of the best strikers in the country for yeah. all the best for, for your age and yeah. but I'm I'm looking at the clock saying oh. was there no one there who was was there no one there who was bigging you up though to yourself because it, it no I don't mean blowing smoke no he would but you know, and people who were around you know whatever but what I mean is for that and, and clearly looking mm. at the face there wasn't. Well, that might have been all you needed it was that been. listen you're doing great keep it going you know yeah. without the pressure yeah yeah like the amount of the, the... you're making me feel frustrated for you <laughs> no, it's not no I don't want anyone feeling sorry for me because I'm no, not sorry no, I'm no, not sorry I'm yeah, just thinking yeah. of all the goals I could have been celebrating <laughs> <when you're laughs> but yeah it is what it is know what I mean it's yeah. uh, so now I feel as though it's I should go out there and tell my story yeah, a bit great. more yeah. People are okay talking about my career and this time, but what about the other side? Because I don't think I've mentioned about this before, about the being on the pitch and actually wanting it to be over, you know what I mean? Like I wanna come back to that. We'll yeah. go through my own come because that's it's well, dead in so I think it's massive this absolutely because I think you've got the opportunities to help other people really. and, and help people understand, by the way, not just because I think we've all got it. We do as football supporters. That's what we do <laughs> at times. We're all capable of it. Someone I work very closely with is very capable of uh, not seeing a footballer as a human at times because I think we're all conditioned that way. You're yeah. a, you're a commodity. When we go in and sit down in the ground, you're Michael Branch from FIFA. So on FIFA, yeah. you're ninety, your pace is ninety five, whatever, whatever, and you're perfect every single time. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like that. No. It's not like that. You're a human being getting up on the Saturday. We don't know you're. That's pulling on, yeah. on and thinking oh my god i don't want to mess up yeah. and you see i i'm not going to name names but you see players now who 
misplace a pass and they're gone. You may as well take them off because they're literally, yeah. you can tell they're thinking, I, I've misplaced that pass. Now. Um, you think, mate, you've got 86 minutes left. You'll get another chance. Well, the first, the first ball I got played into me, the pressure I put myself all night. I'd be thinking, first touch, first touch. First. first ball I get into control and pass it, two touch, control and pass it. And they'll be coming to me and it bounced off, or they give the ball, that'd be it for the game. Be like, oh, fuck, that's the, just that's. I've already played the, the video forward. I'm gonna have a bad touch now. My, my whole game is ruined. And it's just all played in my head. That's not reality. It's just like it's mad where I should be thinking. Right, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna spin. I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna have a chance. I'm gonna score. But I'm going negative. I never miss a goal again. Yeah, yeah. I never miss a goal again. Yeah. yeah. So similar. It's easy said than done, though, yeah. Michael, isn't it? So you, I mean, I don't know how people cope today with social media because I've done a few, a few pieces, and say I've done this piece, and there was a hundred great comments, and I got two like negative ones. All I could think about was them negative ones. I'll be honest, I'm mate. Them. We do the same. Yeah. I'm the same. People yeah. can go to me. That interview's incredible. Interview's incredible. Interview's yeah. incredible. You're a knobhead. <laughs> and I just go, oh, why is he calling me? That doesn't know me. Yeah. I haven't, I, I, like, what have I said? Like, or, or it's just my opinion. The, the greatest one is if you go, like, I don't know. Uh, I can't my mind gone blank. Think, like, <laughs> you know, Dominic Calvert Lewins is a, is a great centre forward when he's fit and all that. Yeah. And people will come on and, like, no, he's not. He's always injured. He's only done this. And it's like, no, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not like Jesus. I'm not like or whoever. I'm not the 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 be all and end all of football. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Going, oh, I really like him. Why can't you just go? Oh, I don't like him for this mm-hmm. reason, and then we move on. Because if we were in a if we were in a pub or we were sat here, and I went, oh, I I think he's better. You might just go, oh, right, well, I like him, and we just talk it out yeah, and yeah. get on with me. Social media is. You whip me or you're not bad, yeah. isn't it? And that's it. That's and so, it. like, it's yeah. So, I mean, back, that back then it was like you get the papers of a Sunday and look for your little score that the report, yeah. The in the paper. <laughs> Why is he what only giving me? Yeah. And did that bang your head out if it yeah. was like a, a, a six out of yeah. five out of ten or something? You're like, so they they prentice at the echo. I sort of had a little thing against him for a long time. It's like, oh, he's just doing his job. <laughs> I mean, he's just let it go. And it's just how he sees it. Yeah. But, yeah. But I've, I'm you going back to, like, uh, saying about you being at the game, and I've done it myself. I've, like, called players out. I'm like, oh, wow, you're turning into, like, what you hated. Yeah. But you, yeah. you get you get caught up it's in It's emotion. There, yeah. Football's emotion. It makes us all idiots at yeah, times, some, doesn't yeah, it? It makes us, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's a game of football. I'm not, you know, I'm not too far from here. It's called it more, you know, it's more important than life mm. or, you know, not a case of life or death's more important. It actually isn't, is it? It's a no. game of football. We love it. It should be somewhere we go to enjoy. There's pressures you want to do well. We all live vicariously through footballers, don't we? We all live in. It's that thing, isn't it? That that um, study was done where when the team wins, it's we won. Yeah. But if some, if you lose, they go, how did how, how Everton get on? Oh, they got beat. They, they got, got beat 1-0. Yeah. You know, got, we yeah. won, but they lost. Yeah, and it's perfect. like that the psychology of that it is is it is it is what it is. You don't you know, you left walls again just looking through your loans at Brad uh, at Reading and Hull, then went to to Bradford and done all right at Bradford, mm-hmm. seemingly. Yeah. And then looked like you found your feet a little bit of Chester City for a bit. I'm saying that looking at your numbers, I'm not saying that of how you were feeling, but <laughs> Like, what was that journey? So you just said before, well, it was Everton, and then it was Wolves. And at the time, Wolves weren't, Wolves weren't Premier League, really. No, no. So just for people, because now they are, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then you feel like you're going down. Is just that, dropping down. Is yeah. that your self-esteem going as yeah, well? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Uh, by now, drinking more, and that's just turning up. Just turning up. Were you? Yeah. 
Uh, and was it that thing where you know, when you play a game and beforehand you're thinking, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll imagine you just said you didn't think like that, but to be but to be some games where half two you're thinking I'll score today, you know these aren't very good, I'll do it, and then you take that wrong touch, and then all of a sudden you start getting frustrated and thinking I should be doing better than this. Should be... Or by that time, were you just literally going? It was. I just need to I get was like the numb game. by then. Yeah, just numb. It was like turn off and play and I'm what? It's like I'm a, yeah. So I was thinking it's not the right attitude. It's but it was just where I was mentally. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and I, I didn't want to be feel like that. Mm. But at times I just couldn't shake it. You know what I mean? You'd be like dragging yourself to go training. And then it lead into the game, and obviously, if you're not performing through the weekend training, it's going to carry it into the game. Mm. Um, so then one day I just phoned the manager, the chairman of Chester, and said, I had a year and a half left on my contract, so I'm not coming in no more. Done. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, How old were you at this point? I think I was about 26, 27, something like that. Some stuff. Yeah. But you, again? I'll, I'll sit here and go 27 while yeah, you're going 27. yeah I'm 20 years in mate or you know near yeah. enough yeah, like yeah. you were saying before those kids who were starting 6, 7 yeah, 27, well, 20 years yeah 20 years of pressure yeah. all the time yeah and uh, so say it was say it was 28 mm. for a push so there's 20 years and uh, stop playing another not a great decision but I've got a uh, history of making bad choices not thinking stuff through and just going with it impulsive yes are you yeah don't think, think like, I don't, I'm not now. I step but back you were, away, yeah. 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 Uh, so then I'm sitting at home. What do I do now? <laughs> I tell you what, I'll go and do a coaching course because all footballers go into coaching. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, I'm doing what people expect you to do. Yeah. Again, people pleasing. Do a coaching course. Then now what? Oh, I've got a friend in Australia. Let's move to Australia. Let's move all the kids to Australia. No, let's go on a six week holiday to Australia. Yeah. Then we're there. Let's stay for two years. Like what's going on here? And it's just like they, that's that's where I'm at. Like irrational, not thinking stuff through. Uh, yeah. So we went on a six week holiday and ended up staying two years. Got our house sold, family to pack the container, send the stuff over. There we go. Oh. Uh, that's a bummer. And that was a happy time. Was it? Was, yeah. Were you okay there? Yeah. Yeah, because it was sort of. I played in the Premiership, so and it was in Australia. Yeah. Could get a job easy enough. Could play part time with sort of mates, say, yeah, playing fighting. and coaching. Yeah. I was enjoying it again. No pressure. Yeah. And for the little, little, little couple of years, eighteen months, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. And then money pressures come in, and stuff back home was happening. Because we had some houses rented out, and it was like, what should we do? So well, let's go home. Because we were on a two-year visa. Let's go home, sort all our stuff out, and then yeah. we'll move properly back. Yeah. Come back, no job, mortgages, da, 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 da. then obviously made another really bad decision. On to that, it's obviously such a, it's a difficult, yeah. difficult thing when you've come from where you were, but how does that come about? Does that come about from it's just a, it's like a, everything, money pressures? It's a couple of things, uh, mixing with the wrong crowd, I think. I'm not sure whether it's still relevant today, but back then it was like footballers and drug dealers, they went hand in hand, they went to the same clubs, they were in the same bars, Evertonians. <laughs> uh, so you, you're mixing the same circles. Uh, 
was it ego? Maybe a bit of ego back then with me as well, being random. Only young, eagerly impressed. Uh, and then financial worries, and then you get you, your mates hear your problems. Well, you think they're your mates, but they hear your problems. You're on the way out. Okay, we can do this. Start small. Next thing you know, you're in above your head. You don't know what you're doing. And the rest is history, as they say. But do I look back and regret it? Regret the actual being involved in the drugs, not going away. It's so it probably saved me life going away. Really did. Just give me a little uh, little time out to reset. Get some counselling. Got counselling there. She saved me life without a doubt. Uh, come out. Still not fully fully uh, fully right, but a better understanding of why I was thinking the way I was thinking. Uh, so I got out in 2005, and yeah, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? It, was tough, it wasn't easy. I was going to say, what, you know, an ex-Premier League footballer, and then the next minute, yeah. you didn't, you didn't try it. I mean, what, what was that, what was that like? Um, uh, it's day scary. Mm. Well, I got, I got banged up, I got remanded, so, never been in trouble before, yeah. first time, remanded straight away. So we got locked in the cell of a night time. Everyone was already behind the door. So the next morning was the first time I'd be on the wing. So right, like, yeah. and they opened the doors like shit. What am I gonna? I'm, like it just looked like a zoo. Just kids, not kids, but like running around everywhere. It's like oh, I can't do this. <laughs> like I'm not meant to be here, even though I was because yeah. I'd, I'd done uh, the crime. But uh, lucky enough, there was. I had a touch with a, a prison guard in there. He used to play at Everton with me. I won't say his name. Mm. And uh, he moved me onto another wing where some people knew me. And uh, they sort of looked after me for a bit. Uh, yeah. And then from there, I worked in the gym, kept myself fit, got myself fit. And then, lucky enough, one of the day... So I was remanded for four months. So in them four months, I wasn't sure what my sentence was going to be. Yeah, so yeah. I was still thinking I might get a year. I might even get, like, out. And then I got seven. I was like, what? So that knocked me for six. I thought, I'm not doing seven years. I might as well just go and top myself or something. Uh, and what's it called? Lucky enough, one of the uh, one of the gym screws, officers, sorry. Uh, he seen me mood had really dropped. So he pushed me up the line to see a counsellor. And then that was it. It's like once I started seeing this counsellor a couple of times a week, it was like... You've got two choices, either be a victim, just poor you, you shouldn't be here, you shouldn't be here, or change your mindset, you're here, you've got to do it, what's the best you can do while you're here? So she just got me, just changed my mind, me thinking a little bit, and that was it. Said, I'm going to be the fittest I can be, I'm going to get me accountancy course sent in, I want to study, da 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 da, be the best dad when I get out, do whatever. And you know what? It wasn't too bad after that. Listen to the matches on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's that like when you you sit down with with the council? Was it difficult at first to open up, or were you were you that were you that low that it was just a case of just, you know what someone's going to listen to me? It was just I don't know. She just peeled it right back, and I was just like, I think I just cried for the first couple of sessions. Just literally yeah. sobbed. Not <laughs> the first time for a while. Properly, yeah. yeah. In front of someone. Yeah. I do yeah, behind yeah. me door all the time. Yeah. Um, and to, to not blame yourself for everything, 
mm. like give yourself a break put that mm. stick down it's like uh it's okay know what i mean you don't have to keep beating yourself up over it now mm. it's all done uh, that was the main thing just giving myself a break kids still love me because it was like the kids don't love me no more this that and the other but it's just all about me and just she just changed me thinking and yeah and I, I seen it for a, a bad session for about 18 months or something and just just grew as a person she made me realize stuff that's gone on when i was younger it still affects me now and we, we dealt with them which i've never done before it's like and I'll be honest, I used to resent my dad because what he put me through. And we, I sat down with him and explained to him. Did you? He gave me a hug and said, why didn't you just talk to me? And like, we're best mates now. It's like, it's just, well, it's just like, jeez. So it's just talking and like... Not having a tools though, is it, at that time? No, that's you, it. You get maybe a bit intimidated yeah. or whatever. So how do you, how do you say him? And he, he's evolved as well as a as a man as a parent. He's realised it's not all about old school stuff. It's yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah. it was like I was carrying a rucksack around, and I could just like each time I, see, I take a rock out, that one's done now, and then the next one, and then nice, eventually yeah. it's like. But it still took a while. I still had to see it a couple of times when I got out with the mm. Everton stuff. Like I don't want to go to the ground. I think people are the 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 I'll be known as not Michael Branch who played Everton. Michael Branch, the drug dealer. Yeah. Like the drug dealer but again that's just me doing other people's thinking for them yeah. uh, but then now I'm, I'm at the club and I'm helping young people trying just trying to help did you realize would you've said before you sat down with that counselor that you had mental health issues yeah definitely. You yeah yeah did yeah. you ever talk to anyone about it no never no I knew something wasn't right. Mm. Like people shouldn't have the thoughts I was having. No. No, no one should. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I haven't really talked about it that much. But, like once run away from home when I'm young and then running away a couple of times. Because I just didn't want to be there, you know what I mean? With the pressures. From the football. Yeah. Just all because just because you're good, you've got a talent. It shouldn't be a bad, you know what I mean? You should still be able to enjoy it. That's yeah. a massive like. I think that's a massive lesson to anyone. Because, you, again, your dad's probably carrying his own frustrations that maybe he didn't do as, go as far as what he felt he could have done and he yeah. doesn't want you to do it. But then that's you're a totally different person and you need that yeah. that guidance. But mm -hmm. the tools of no one to help you. Yeah. That's it. Maybe. And, but we're all, we were all learning and we're still mm. all learning. All we can do is if, maybe apologise if we need to to people and then go make it right. You know what I mean? Me and my dad, like I don't want this to come out as like my dad's a bad person. He was doing what he thought was best for me. Mm. He's only ever had all the kid, all these kids' uh, interest, bless the heart. Yeah. And now, now he, as I say, he's my best mate and he's a great granddad. Uh, and it might be a bit tough for him to hear this, but I do want him to know. I do love him, you know what I mean? And I think it's... Uh, yeah, you're right. Listen, I wouldn't sit here and go on. Well, you'd probably be fine with it because you might be... It might take him back a little bit, but at least you're able to speak about it. You have you have made up. You, you're saying yeah. you love him. You, you're in concert. You speak to him every day, you mm. know, even if sometimes you swerve him <laughs> and all of that. You know, he's, he's granddad and everything. And it, it is, like I said before, he's... <laughs> He didn't know. No, Do you know exactly. what I mean? He yeah. doesn't know at that time. You'd, 
we do we we do get lost don't we everything's yeah. through our own we try and, and we're trying to educate ourselves and we're trying to do that thing of like oh I'm, you know i'm i'm new age man or woman yeah. or whatever whatever you are i can see it from everyone's point of view but we all look through our own lens definitely don't we and, yeah. and therefore if he's if he has got that inside it would reflect on you and, yeah and if you haven't got someone who could nurture you and go well he's only doing it because of that or whatever whatever yeah. it might not have made any difference but it might have and that's the thing but, yeah. it, but at least you're like saying well i've gone past that now yeah it? i mean it's not Plenty of people who should, should imagine or watch this. And if one parent can think, you know what, maybe I'm a bit like his dad. Maybe I should lay off a little bit there or that. And it's been worth it, you know what I mean? I don't believe I've gone through all this just to just not talk about it. No, listen, it's, yeah. my, it's, it is brave to sit there and talk about something that's obviously very, very difficult for you. you you've touched on it before. Um, Delhi was yeah. speaking last week, obviously. He's had a lot of... He's had incredibly um, difficult stuff gone on in his life um, but he's talking more about how he's the stuff that he kept inside obviously he's talking about the stuff he suffered and riding around with drugs and, his, yeah. and doing this that and the other but obviously the role that social media plays in that pressure as well and, and people making those judgments about him without knowing no, the documents I don't know whether you've ever seen it the Spurs one all yeah. or nothing but you all seen the clips with Josie Mourinho and he, he called him lazy, lazy. And all of that. And he, but then said he apologised a week later, but it was never put anywhere. Yeah. So people then have that perception, I was lazy. And I'm, yeah. I, I love my hand up, I did. I was like, he's, got, he's, he's been like an unbelievable footballer. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with him? Can he just not be arsed? He's got too much money, whatever. And then he comes out and says all that. Yeah. Did it, we have, as a, as a people who love football and love the game, supporters and talking yeah. about and people who are in uh, we all have to take a little bit of responsibility do you think of, of how we of how we view people and what we're saying about people yeah do you think that's accurate without a doubt i mean even everything i've gone through i was i've sort of questioned them last year yeah. and as a player since yeah, that yeah. and i shouldn't because i've been through there but you 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 forget and you, you get your emotions start yeah. and you get all involved but now it makes sense doesn't it but we're just like focused on He's not doing it. Mm. He's paid to do that. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And it's like there's so much going on. And then it's just in general life, we don't know what anyone's going through, do we? Like bus driver could or taxi driver could be having a bad day. We don't know what's going on. It's like but we we're all guilty of it, aren't we? As a society, we all need to work on it a little bit more. Just give people but football fans aren't we it's too easy isn't it it's yeah. too easy to go ah, whatever and just like make your spleen and social media's made it dead easy for yeah. people to do that isn't it it's like sometimes we don't engage our brain before we say something and it, it comes out and it's like that person at the other end of that reading it we were talking about it before where yeah. we, 100 positive comments one or two negative you're going you know what like you feel yourself like and it is a case yeah. of work and, and yeah listen you see all the things of like, oh, well, that person might have been having a bad day, or yeah, yeah. they might just not. Like, and it, it's dead difficult to do, there's make no mistake about it. But do you think him, the fact that he's come out and spoke about that, do you think that's a huge because I, I work with people who addictions and everything mm -hmm. for 12 years in social services, and I was saying, like, it's such a brave thing to do because, especially like football's very macho, like, you're, yeah. you know, you're brave talking about it today, yeah, yeah. if that thing of like. The self doubt and oh my god, I'm not good enough. Yeah, yeah. Be doing that. 
It's, like, it is a brave thing, but it could it could help so many people, couldn't no, it? No, it has. And to be fair, would I have reached out to yourselves if he hadn't done it? Maybe not. Mm. He's given me the sort of like bit of confidence, bit of confidence. Say, so you know what, it's okay, sort of thing. And I've said it before, but it's been in interviews, sort of. Okay. You know what I mean? Just I would want to stop playing and that, but to actually say it out loud and it's going out, no, it's it just seems a bit different. Are you okay talking about it? No, I'm fine talking about it, yeah. Uh, I was going to say something and I've lost my thought. It'll come back to me. It'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah. Deadly. But like, yeah. it is, it is. Uh, again, like, yeah, it was well received, obviously, with support and absolutely rightly so. It should have been received. But yeah. Because you just said it. None of us have a clue what's going on. No. So we, we do. Again, I go back to, like, the... the the PlayStation, you know, you put it on, you expect them <laughs> to be that person, that like computer generated footballer that isn't got emotions. He just runs out and he yeah. plays and gets nine out of ten or five out of ten if it's Dave Prentice marking him. Um, <laughs> and then, and, and that's it. And he goes home and we can say what we want, but he's all right, you know, and all of that. But you, like, I'd, human being. Yeah, and then, but if people would have seen me playing at Evan, you think, oh, he's played, he's missed a couple of chances or whatever. He's. Mm -hmm. He's gone home, whatever. And I'd go home and wouldn't be able to sleep because I'd be replaying that over and over on a loop, on a loop all night. Like, you just, I, I, it's just crazy. It's not what you people think, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm not going out tomorrow because it's that or the other. And... If people think footballers don't care, they've got loads of money. Yeah. They miss chances, might be you missing a chance or whatever, they're not asked. We're, yeah. we're suffering for the whole weekend because we've lost, they don't yeah. care. They drive home in a big car, they do whatever, mm. whatever, whatever. Quite no, clearly not the case. I mean, don't get me wrong, sometimes you've been out after the game, but as well, it's like... You've got to have downtime. You've got to have downtime. Like, I drink to forget or to just stop them at the head, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I haven't said it, I don't think I've said it openly, but like, I'm in recovery and... Uh, I think it's like, I used to not want to say it out loud and people close to me know that, but it's like, yeah, I am and that's, that's the way it is and I'm better for it and I'm not ashamed. I used to hide it, but then again, that's just my head telling me, don't tell people because people will be talking about you this, that and the other, but I'm not bothered no more, you know what I mean? Well, I try to be here as much <laughs> as I can. 75% Seven, of the time, I'm not bothered. Yeah. But, uh, if it helps one other person to think, you know what, he said he's in recovery, I'm gonna, I am, and I need help going to it, or this, that, and the other, I mean, they can reach out to other people, or, so, yeah, so, it's a knock-on effect, what, Delhi coming out saying it, made me come out and say it, someone else might say it, who knows? you got good support. I have, yeah. Because that's all that matters, isn't it? Yeah. People, people can, at the end of the day, some faceless person with an egg on Twitter, having a go at you because of whatever yeah doesn't actually mean anything as long as you've got the support no that's from it. the people who love you and you love them really that's all we need with no i have a bigger problem we've got is social media has made us made us think everything's much bigger than what it is i'm uh, we are think back to when you started playing football just that time not example like put getting in your yeah. head at that but the people who really mattered with the with the five or ten people you you hung around with your mates, mm -hmm. might have been your dad, your, your uncle, your aunt, whatever. They were your, they were your group. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter what someone three streets down thought because you might yeah, yeah. didn't see it. They must have thought you were a divvy or whatever. Yeah, just your Social media now means that we're looking for approval from anyone yeah. all over the world. And we ain't going to get it because there's people who uh, like to be abusive, like to hide behind, so yeah. might be having a bad time themselves, whatever. So as long as you feel like you've got support, then... 
Yeah, and, and you can say it now, and that's that's great that you've got to the place where you can go. Yeah, I had, I had an issue, but you know what? Dealing with it, and, yeah. and people are supporting me. That's yeah. that's a massive thing. I can put my head on the pillow tonight, and it doesn't run away with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's good. Get up early, get the gym. I know, I know I have to exercise. I have to exercise first thing in the morning. Like I have to exercise before, say, eight o'clock to yeah. start the day. Right? Routine. Yeah, get some routine. <laughs> <laughs> that's my again. That plays into. And as yeah, in, as in I, I am, you know, OCD or whatever it is. I need to do this, this, and this. But that you had a you had a routine though for for so long. Don't forget whether you like the and in prison as well. And then you had prisoners yeah, give routine. you the routine. People yeah. go off. So you see a lot of footballs go off the rails when they exactly. finish because there's no routine. Like oh, I can do what I want. Now. The football Gascoigne, you know, yeah. one of the greatest footballers, yeah. suffered with self doubt all his life. Mm. Drink everything, you know. Without that. It's great that you've actually got that. Moving on to that, obviously, Everton in the community. Yeah. How did that come about? Um, so, Everton... First, sorry, first of all, you said something that was a throwaway comment before, and I seen it on me, me notes before. Accountancy. Oh, yeah. So, you started getting... So you doing an accountancy Yeah, course. so I've done my AAT when I was away. I got it sent in, the PFA paid for it and sent it in. So, I was doing distance learning. Uh, I'd have a, be able to phone my tutor. If I was stuck or anything, he'd yeah. send in mock exams. I'd do them send them out to get marked were and you then, always bright Matt's yeah Matt's, yeah yeah I'm poor with English that's spelling <laughs> it's normally one or the other yeah, yeah. Isn't it? with a lot of and do you know what it is I don't know whether it's something to do with my thinking but I just love the way like one plus one always equals two there's no grey area so it's like it's got to be that my wife's a mathematician yeah like, oh. and that's the thing she says yeah with English, it can be. It can oh, be any, oh yeah. Michael, it's eighty three percent, and yeah. someone else in the room might give it ninety one. Yeah. Matt, no, oh, Mike, that's the right answer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just there's no, there's a right and a wrong answer. There's no like grey area with us. Right, report on this. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> just give me a yeah on a no. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, so then I got to Kirkham, got home, got day release, so I could then go out to a. Uh, exam centre and sit my exams okay. so I ended up getting qualified worked in the accountancy firm for a little bit when I come out which was good then I realised sort of office work wasn't for wasn't me <laughs> uh, and then while I was away I kept in touch soft touch uh, phone calls with Henry Mooney who used to work in the community great fella yeah Henry amazing great fella, yeah. and then uh, so when I was at Kirkham I could also get a Job release two days a week, so I'll come and work for Everton yeah. in the community. Yeah, and then uh, when I stopped at the accountancy, we're still volunteering a little bit with the community. And then they said, You want to come in for an interview? Next thing, got the job, and four years in now. Brilliant, enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> difficult. It's obviously very no, difficult. Again, you're in a very difficult. Yeah, no, it's, you have your. It's tough. It's isn't tough. It? You know what the city's like, and mm. we were sort of dealing with kids who. The schools have kicked out, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's the tough kids, yeah. know what I mean? But we get the odd win, and mm. they, they make it worth it. Um, I've just moved over projects now. Uh, home is where the heart is, which is a residential oh, house we have. Uh, we have four young people staying there who were homeless or about to be made homeless. Come with us, we give them life skills, stay with us for six to 12 months, then we move them onto their own places. So it's amazing. That's yeah, that's it, really good. There's a huge thing there. With and I, I found this in social services. The, the amount of kids who I, I can't believe, I still can't believe, and I question yeah. my own children as to like, did you do this in school? I used to come home and say, did it? Is there anywhere in the curriculum where you're taught like basically how to cook? And I don't mean home economics where yeah. you make a spaghetti bolognese or you, you come home with a victorious, but I mean, 
putting beans in a tin and, and yeah. you know out of a tin on a thing and and bank how do i bank exactly how do it's I, crazy isn't it you know it's I, because there was so many young people i was working with they they'd leave like they'd be kicked out of home mm-hmm. because they for whatever reason their parents were had, had addiction yeah, issues yeah. so they'd be at and they'd get put in some and they'd have a kid they wouldn't have a clip no no they'd be like um, pot noodle. I was like, no, no, that is not food. Yeah, yeah. Nothing that's dust is food. You can't <laughs> just put kettle, you know, both, kettle on it. it and that's it. Um, I just, I can't believe that it isn't a thing that should be. I personally believe you should be every week for your yeah. whole schooling. Well, definitely. So you I get mean, on, see how you survive so in we, the world. We do come across that a lot. Mm. Uh, just basic life skills like budgeting the money to yeah. go and get food, yeah. and then and even hygiene and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, wow, yeah. what's going on here? Like, since I worked there, I must have just been walking around with blinkers on in the city because I didn't realise how poor some people are in the mm. city, you know what I mean, and what how hard they have it. Especially young kids. And um, it's getting worse, let's get, be honest. Yeah, you know, I mean... The country. Um, we had kids with no food, you know what I mean? It's like, the you know, summer holidays and mm. knowing COVID because they went in school, we would go literally driving around delivering food. Um, Which yeah. again is unbelievable, then, isn't it? A lot, a lot of people were fine with the homeless who get referred is once the parents stop getting money for them when you turn 18 leave education like yeah. we're not getting no more money for you. your cost us now off you go, off you go yeah. yeah so for seven just because it doesn't you don't class as homeless just because you're on the streets it's if you haven't got it somewhere regular to stay or your own room sort yeah. of bed so there's a lot just sofa surfing it's terrible isn't it yeah. you think you're like young people it's like city, yeah. and it's difficult isn't it because like you just said the parents as well listen some some could have done better and made better choices of course yeah. but for, for other people there is no choice and, and those young people you know you see people on the streets and you know blows your mind and the yeah. winter's freezing isn't yeah. it in the winter and you're just like oh my god someone's sleeping outside now we've done the sleep in a goodison lane on yeah, the, you know concrete floor and well that's the, the raise funds for the homeless where the heart is so, yeah and that's difficult, but we're in, you're in a stadium, you've got to sleep. Yeah. The people who, that's their that. life, it's yeah. incredible, isn't it? Yeah. You reckon there's like 300 uh, average every night who are homeless in the city? It's like crazy. That's yeah. We've come from somewhere, haven't we? Yeah. Blows my mind. But obviously, that all of that work's hugely important in the city. It's yeah. massive. Everything you do, like you said before, you help one person. It's a huge thing. Yeah. You, know, you help a lot more. We know that that project has helped more than one, but if you if you do, you know, if you do help people, mm. it's, that's something that yeah. you can feel really good about. And that's it. I mean, sometimes when I'm uh, when I'm feeling bad or I'm down or something, they always say, "Go and help someone else. Get yeah. out of self. Go and help someone else." And you feel better helping someone else. Just takes you away from your little problem for a bit. Mm. You see, you've helped someone, and then you come back to yours, and it feels a little bit lighter. So if anyone's struggling, go and help someone else, and then. So, Where are you now, Michael Branch today? How does he feel? He feels he's proud of Michael Branch, which you would have asked me that a while ago. That would never have crossed my mind to no. say that. No, do I still struggle saying it? And does it feel a bit awkward still? Yeah. Um, say it more then. Yeah, yeah, I should say it more. Practice uh, when you were a kid to, and you played in the Premier League. Mm, so there you go. That's what it's about. Uh, and. Yeah, he's in a good place. He knows it's just one day at a time. He's got to not look into the future too much. I like what Dali said is, you can't drive a car looking in the rear view mirror. Because I was forever looking back. If I only had done that, if only I'd done that. I don't live there no more. 
it's leave it. So, but I've got to be careful not to project too far in the future. Oh, I want this, I want this. Just be happy with what you've got. Live in the moment, live in the day. And today's been a good day. I haven't had a drink. Hopefully I'll put my head on the pillow tonight and won't have a drink. So, it's been a good day. And is that what it is? It's literally day to day. Didn't yeah. have a drink today. Yeah. Didn't have a drink yesterday. No, I'll just keep it in Don't the want day. a drink tomorrow. Stop running ahead and think what happens when me 15-year-old daughter gets married in like 15 uh, years. I'm going to have a drink. Let's let's keep it in the day. It, with this, it's, it's such a difficult question, but is it that if like you could, you feel like you could never, ever have a drink, not even for one no. day? Just That's it? That's it, no. I've tried that. I've tried yeah. in moderation. Yeah. And it soon escalates. Does it? Yeah. Is it a, is it a position where you wouldn't even have a non-alcoholic as a, like a, a non-alcoholic no. like but you just wouldn't do it? No. Yeah. People can't, people do. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. No, I'm just asking for you. What's what's Michael Branch? Yeah, yeah. No, it's that. not for me. And I'm not I'm only early back into my recovery, so it's still early doors, as in only a few months okay. of proper recovery. Yeah. Uh but this time it feels different. Yeah. You look like you could still play, I'll be honest. You look <laughs> like you, you go to the gym, you look, you know, sharp, so you, you're keeping that gym work up and stuff well, like that. Well, that's the first thing that goes, self-love and self-care, and that went, and now I've got that back. So it's like, yeah, feeling, feeling all, right. all right. Playing the game for the uh, the Knives Down one last oh, yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played a couple of five-a-sides before that, and, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I Did really you enjoy it? enjoyed it, so... Yeah. Never know, I might put my boots back on and get in the over 40s team or over 45 soon. Uh, but yeah, it's your number, mate. That's it. You're not that, I mean, you know, Ashley Young, you know, you're not that, you know, older than him and he's yeah. playing in the Premier League. Uh -huh. The, I mean, and you've, you're setting up a, a business for coaching. A running, I'm running, doing, is it? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm doing me, uh, I'm doing some personal training now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is going to be so it's between a personal trainer and a mentor counselor bring it together so exercise and talk because i think they go hand in hand uh so yeah i'll be doing that soon which i'm looking forward to because i've always found exercise it's being on medication before it's like nothing's better than exercise for me i'd run just sorts my head out uh, and talking obviously uh, but social striders liverpool it's going to be a free running group sunday mornings 8 a.m um, just a, gonna have the first one probably the sixth of August, Sunday the sixth of oh, August, okay. first run, first meet up. Uh, probably start with a little five k all abilities. Uh, literally not there to break five k records, we're there to <laughs> run at a pace where you can chat. Okay. So yeah. it's gonna be exercise. Walking for me. <laughs> exercise with meaningful uh, conversation. Just anyone who may struggle to just go out on their own, haven't got the confidence. There'll be runners there. Come on. It's gone. I'll run you this. I'll run with you your first run or whatever. Or someone just feeling down. Sundays were always tough for me. Really? I don't know. It's something about a Sunday, yeah. Um, so we'll see. It's got some go good traction at the minute. Uh, so we'll see. Ed Ped started running, so maybe yeah. he'll get down there. Ped's foot Ped will be on it, mate. Yeah. I think he's doing five k a day. So oh, well, the problem you're gonna have there is it's an, you've said eight a.m. Yeah. And he doesn't realise that two eight o'clock on the same day. So <laughs> I don't know whether he'd be there at eight. At the 5K, I'd have no issue with it. Yeah. It's just actually... And yeah. exercise can be a great coping mechanism for so many people, yeah. can't it? Like endorphins releasing your brain and your exercise and all. Have you found that? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, yeah. the partner, she says, um, have you had your medicine yet? And she means, have you been for your run yet? Yeah. Because that's what I have to do. Yeah. Like she's on my case because I don't have that first thing in the morning. It's not a good start to the day. day. Uh, 
yeah, so that's that's the plan. Just get people out there exercising and talking. It's worked for me, and I can only go on what's worked for me, and hopefully it works for others. So it's good. That's it. I mean, that's a it's a brilliant thing. I'm gonna ask you five questions. Wait, well, it's not five questions, but it's five things you can't do without. Can't do without. Yeah. Okay. Put you on the put you on the spot. So go on, name me five things you can't do without. Oh, as in what context? As if like you you couldn't live your life without these five things. Olives. <laughs> Olives. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh my god! No, no, <laughs> you've you've lost me on question one. Go on then. Olives. Go on. Olives. We run on trainees. Good one. Uh, oh jeez. Obviously the the family and kids and all that, but we, yeah. we know that anyway. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Phone. What do you like with phones? Everyone's like Facebook. No, no, not bothered. Not that bothered. You've gone olives and there's no phone. Country music. Country music? Yeah. I love me country music. Incredible. Johnny Cash. Waylon Jennings. Um, <laughs> wow, I'm struggling here. Told you I'd put you on the spot. Yeah. Uh, can we cut this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nettle flip this. Nettle flip this um, show. It looks like you've said anything it all. else. Vinegar, have vinegar on everything. Salad vinegar on everything. Normal vinegar or apple cider vinegar? No, normal. Normal vinegar. Yeah. Apple cider vinegar is really good for you. I drink it like get a cucumber, cut it. I'll put it in and drink it out. Then eat the cucumber. Weird. Really good for you. Vinegar is really good. Yeah. Always your blood sugar. It's, not, it's, it's um, a, a, a corroding me too. Yeah, that's not too good. Much. But add no. water after it. Oh yeah. Um, so you're on four. Vinegar's one of them. This is the maddest five. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love history. I love, love watching history. history. Ancient history. Ancient history, docs. Yeah. yeah, I'm really boring now. No, that's <laughs> mate. Hey, whatever, whatever gets you through. Yeah. Finally, this is the... I probably should have asked this before, but I'm going to ask it now. Men need to speak more don't they they need to speak more about this this is how everyone does don't get yeah. me wrong women can do can suffer mm-hmm. in silence absolutely they can but there is a big thing with stigma you, you kind of mentioned it, but i didn't really want to talk about it but yeah. admit it. delhi kind of said similar thing it's a theme that's gone around we've seen young footballers take their own lives young yeah. kids have been released at clubs and it's sort of like a two-part question is one do you think nowadays enough's done for those boys who yeah. are, you know we were released with i feel like the world has ended mm-hmm. i think there's enough done for them and two do you think there should be counseling for those for those boys so that if they want it do you think yeah. you should be encouraged to take it up to see if they can because like you said before there's lots of different ways to get back to get back into the game or, yeah. or to move there's so many different facets to football now coaching data uh yeah, yeah. physio stuff and whatever I mean, if you if you speak to any club now, they'll say we've got a play care team, we've recovered, we've yeah. got it all and all that. But yeah, it's yeah. okay ticking boxes and do they do enough really? Uh, do kids who get released want to then be dealing with anyone back at the club because that's where they've just that's been released? Yeah. They feel ashamed maybe because mm-hmm. they've been released. Do they want to go back to Finch Farm for counselling or to yeah. see someone? Do they need someone away from that maybe to? Who's at the club, but maybe on the charity side, on our health and well-being side, who's then not associated with the club, maybe. Mm. Uh, a lot more. It's a lot better. Mm. It won't. It won't be perfect. They'll never get it perfect. No. Um, it's a business. At the end of the day, we're gonna throw a big net over a load of young kids, just hoping to get the next Rooney, and 
the thing is we'll catch a load of fish with that but they'll get discarded because yeah. we only want that one and that's that's all over the world every club yeah. Yeah. Um, pfa do good work with it trying to uh help them out but it's a sorry way it is you know what i mean it's, i don't know it's just there, there is stuff out there for them and everton will say like liverpool man you man city they will say we've got play care aftercare we have to keep even if it's a soft touch a soft touch could just be a call they don't answer we've called them we've called them. And that's it. yeah so that's a magic bullet i don't know encourage them to speak yeah it's difficult definitely getting it out there help yeah. keep this, it keep it hopefully. current yeah and uh keep getting it out there i know it's cliche again but as delhi said it's like if we save one person or i can make one kid who's sits up sits in bed after the game with his head racing and going going to work i need to speak to someone or a parent who's like shit I'm, I'm exactly that parent he's just been talking about i need to like sit my son down and say listen sorry or i'm not doing it right like, have the conversation you know what i mean that, could, be worth be, it. that could be the big thing that yeah. you do michael cool listen thank thanks you for very the platform much. to do it thanks for coming in and being been a great chat yeah good luck with everything good luck with the recovery good luck with yeah with you running you run? Come for a walk, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers, Cheers a lot. Thanks. Sports Social Podcast Network.